Hello, and welcome to another episode of Kingdom Conversations with Latricia Booker. I am your host, Dr. Latricia Booker, and we're going to be discussing today the reasons for competition. And so first I want to point out that there is a such thing as healthy competition, (laughs) and there's also unhealthy competition. And so healthy competition is like when you're playing a game, maybe a board game, Monopoly, Scrabble. And it's healthy competition because it's all for fun. And so it's nothing really negative about that. It's good to play board games. It's good to play certain card games. Um, Even in um, sports, we have teams playing against teams that is healthy competition now while we know that it can get outrageous sometimes those things can get ugly because of egos involved feelings getting hurt um insecurities um, manifesting different kind of things like that it still is designed to be healthy competition and so in a team like if you have a basketball team and let's just say the um, North Carolina Hornets are playing the Pennsylvania um, Falcons. So let's say one team, the um, Hornets, are winning the game, or they win the game, should I say. That means that the other team, the Falcons, they don't win the game. Now, while that is healthy competition, the idea is to win the game. So, you want to work really hard to win the game. And you want to do your best to win the game. Because, after all, that is what you're there for. But, it's also for fun. It's healthy competition. Now, while it does feel very good to win games, (coughs) excuse me, Um, Sometimes you get some losses and it doesn't feel so good. But when you understand this is how this goes, this is just healthy competition and you're going to win some and you're going to lose some, you can stay balanced in all of that. But again, the idea is to win or at least do your best or as as to go as far as you can. And so if you're in a or for instance, track meets, you know, it's a thing where you can come in first place, second place, third place. So it's like you can have several different winners just depending on where you place that. Of course, it's the first place and then it goes on from there. But it deems you as a winner in that field or in that race or in that meet or whatever it is. It places you somewhere and it, it um, identifies your status in whatever that is. And so, of course, again, it feels good when you do well. And not so good when you don't do well. But in these kind of competitions, now we already know, and hopefully you do know this, that when you work at hard something, you continue to practice something, you tend to get better at it. So, you know, at some point, if you're not doing your best, if you keep working at it, if it's something that's for you to do, you will eventually do much better and you will be more on the winning part of things. Now, this is healthy competition, even though that can, you know, go up and down. It's considered to be healthy competition. The games are for fun. The games are for entertainment. The games are for even um, 
I want to say exercise, you know, um, to be healthy. Some people do participate in sports to be healthy, although you have to work out to be healthy for the game and for, you know, in practices, you have to work out to make sure that your body is in shape and can handle the game. The game itself is a form of exercise. So I'm just pointing that out to say that it's all healthy. It's healthy competition. It's all good. It's designed to be good. What some people do with it is another thing, but it's designed to be healthy competition. And then, on the other hand, there's unhealthy competition. And I just want to pull up here and share with you where this idea even came from. I was reading a a passage from the book, The Six-Phase Meditation by Vincien Lukahani. I'm hoping I'm saying his name correct. um, His last name is L-A-K-H-I-A-N-I. And so he is the owner of Mind Valley Institute. And Mind Valley is just a place where, you know, you can get different lessons and courses and just information about, you know, self development, um, yeah, personal growth and self development kinds of things. And so in this passage, in this book, it's titled Under the Primitive Mind versus the Higher Mind. And basically, it's just talking about the um, worldly or carnal mind, or if I use better words, the logical or practical mind, the fleshly mind, you know, your logical self, your rationale versus your higher self, which is really your God self, your spirit self, um, you know, that part of you that has the best for you, that part of you, your highest part of yourself, your high, highest part of your mind, if you will. And so in this passage, I want to just read the paragraph that caught my attention. And when I read this paragraph, I hesitated for a minute because it rung a bell to me. And that part says, the primitive mind believes struggle and competition are the keys to survival. The higher mind knows that we can tap into the power of positive thought and intention to manifest the future we desire. And so what stood out to me is it says the primitive mind believes struggle and competition keys are the keys to survival. And immediately I thought about competition and competition in a way where we see people in our everyday environment or maybe a little more of a distant environment um, competing with one another maybe you've experienced people competing with you maybe you've been you've competed with others you know we all come from somewhere have to learn you know and grow and you know so that's not to say anything negative if that's a place where you're at it's just something to be aware of and to see that when you competing with another person Again, if it's not a healthy competition in a form of a game or I'm thinking right now of a workplace where you might be into sales and um, that can be a very competitive workplace where you kind of have to compete. You're kind of like in a position where you're competing to get the number, I mean, to get the highest numbers and to get more sales. Even that can be 
a healthy competition. But again, as we already stated in just regular board games or even um, athletic games, particularly like in the NFL and uh, NBA and those things, those not have to be that. It can be high school games and college games. Um, what I'm getting to here is that it can go awry. It's intended to be healthy, but it can go left. And so what happens even in that? Is what it's speaking of right here as competition being the key to survival and feeling that you have to compete with another. I've heard of um, sisters competing against sisters, sisters competing against brothers, brothers competing against sisters, wives competing with husbands, husbands competing with wives, mothers with daughters, daughters with mothers. I've seen, experienced, and heard of and observed quite a bit of these kind of dynamics and they are very dysfunctional but what we're here to talk about right now is where it stems from and why it even happens why do we have this unhealthy form of competition and the reason is because it's some people think it's the keys to survival and so what do i mean by that some people have this idea and when I speak of this, it's something that we've been programmed with, just living in this society. And depending on how we grew up, where we grew up, who raised us, and what their beliefs were, what was passed on down to us. And just being in certain environments, you just kind of took on these certain beliefs. And so, you probably also modeled it. Not modeled it, but seen it modeled before you without anything necessarily being said no one had to communicate it you watch and you observe and you can kind of see what's going on and so what happens is when you think you have to compete with another as a means for your survival when you see another seemingly getting ahead or doing something to better or advance themselves and or their lives you feel that they are a threat to you and i'm not saying you per se i'm just explaining this in a context of how this all plays out so i'm reminded of how people can feel threatened by you and that was a concept that I really had a hard time grasping because I used to be of the mindset where, and I still am somewhat, but I now understand the way people that think like that, why they think that way. And it does have to do with this whole thinking is the key to survival. They're trying to survive. What I'm learning is competition is about trying to survive. And they think they have to compete to survive when the truth is they actually don't. But here it goes. So, if you feel like someone is a threat to you, that means that you feel you feel that they can take something from you. They can cause you to lose something that you have. And what's more common in these instances is a relationship. Um you, another woman may come around you as a woman and you may feel threatened by her because of your, you know, you have a significant other or a husband or whatever. And so you might go into competing with her because you feel like you have to compete to survive 
your relationship, so to speak, to keep your relationship because you feel threatened by this person, you know, because of whatever good thing or whatever you feel that they have going on that may come and take your relationship away. And that's all (laughs) I'm hearing fear. You know, false evidence appearing real, which goes back to what I initially said, how I never, I used to didn't get, why would you be threatened? I'm no threat to you. What I'm doing, it has nothing to do with you and who you are and what you're doing. But when I got to understand this concept of feeling like you're going to take something away, then I said, oh, I get it. And then after re-looking at this part of this passage, it really just stood out to me. And that's why people go into competition mode because they're trying to survive. They're trying to, in this kind of an example, survive so they can maintain and keep their relationship. Now, sometimes in those instances, people will try to sabotage and, you know, do other things and cause a person harm when they feel threatened. Those are also things that people do. But right now, we're just focusing on um, competing, why they um, feel that they need to compete with another And so then we have positions, sometimes in a workplace, um, I'm just getting even in a family dynamic, sometimes people feel they have to compete to maintain their position. You know, I've experienced it myself personally where you're in a workplace, I may have a superior, you know, maybe a manager or supervisor or something like that, and they would, you know, handle me a certain kind of way. And what I would discover is that they felt felt threatened by me and they feel like I'm going to take their job. And it would be interesting to me because personally, I don't even be wanting their job. You know, I don't even think like that, but they feel threatened and in some of the instances that I'm speaking of they actually did things to just try to um, be passive aggressive with me let's say that Um, some competition I've experienced too you know but even if it's not a um, dynamic like um, superior um, you know inferior I probably should use those examples but someone in authority opposed to you know someone who's not necessarily in authority and so you know, what I find is even if you are um, peers, so to speak, it can still happen because it's a thing where someone may want a higher position or just want to maintain their position or reputation, which goes into reputation that goes into something I'm going to speak about as well. And they feel like something you're doing, you may be good at what you do. You may be improving. You may be getting a lot of recognition and somebody else over here fiddling a certain kind of way, feeling threatened. And then competition kicks in. And so they feel that they have to compete to survive, to survive their position, to survive their whatever promotion. And in other words, they're trying to survive for what it is that they either have or what it is that they want. They find competitions as a means to survival, as a way to survive, to get what they want. This also can play out, you know, when you have a certain status and let's say um, a CEO is just what I'm getting a CEO and sometimes somebody come in to work um, aside the CEO and they may be really good at what they do and this CEO may be concerned because they want to maintain that status of a CEO <laughs> and so now they feel a certain kind of way because this person they brought in to work um, 
right side of them is really good and they feel threatened and so now they feel like they have to compete for that to maintain that ceo position and or status and so these are just a few examples um you can also see this play out when someone is just trying to preserve their reputation and or image and i find this um quite common especially as of recent and it's um, in my experience it's been a thing of where I've come around a certain place you know enter a vicinity as a the newer person there and maybe some people have certain reputations they're known for this they may have be, be seen as um, well doing among you know this group or whatever it is and when you come along you pretty doggone good yourself. You know, you're about something. You have a life. You're productive. You may be a go-getter. In other words, it's obvious that you have something good going on. And maybe others around in a vicinity were not as driven as you in whatever aspect that may be. And so someone who feels like they were kind of you know in a certain had a certain reputation or image among this group and or environment they can get threatened by that and feel like you're gonna come and take their place their spotlight and they will no longer be deemed as having that good reputation or that image and it's not so much that they want that 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 they won't excuse me but it's just that in their mind in um in the book by Vistian, I'm just going to say the book, The Six Phase Meditation, so I won't mess up his name. In the book, when he talked about the primitive mind versus the higher mind, you know, when you look at it in that more way where you feel threatened and you feel like um, it's going to take your rep, this person is going to take over and take, it's going to ruin your reputation or your image because of who they are. And they seem to be in these people's mind that thinks this way better or have it more going on. They're concerned about their reputation and our image. And the thing is what I was getting to is that that's the primitive mind. That's the primitive mind, and some of us would call it the devil, you know, the um, darkness, the lower side, negative thinking. Um, your higher mind would tell you different. Your higher mind would know that, oh, that's them. They might have it going on, too, and it's okay. And sometimes, unfortunately, people get this thing where they feel like they can only be the one shining. They don't want to um, share the spotlight. Not that anyone is trying to shine or outshine them or get their spotlight. Many people are just minding their business, doing what they're doing, and they're not thinking in that way. But these kind of people who are competitive people who think that they have to compete to survive, this is kind of how their thinking goes. And so, again, they're trying to hold on to their reputation and their image. And so, in order to do that, they may compete. They may begin to compete with the person that they perceive as a threat that who's coming to steal their reputation or image or be the one on top or be the one who shines or whatever the case may be. Just giving you some examples. Now, also, what I want to mention is how unhealthy competition always is indicative of the fact that someone is feeling that only one can win feeling that someone is a threat to their survival so what does that mean here 
Many people have the mindset that only one can win when all of us can win. Sometimes people think because you winning, they can't win. Well, here's the thing. If if you're doing what you need to be doing to make it happen for you, and another person is doing what they need to do to make it happen for them, guess what? You can win, and the other person can win too. It's not one or the other can win. But if someone is doing what they need to be doing, but then another person is not doing what they need to be doing, they're not doing what they need to be doing to win, they may go into competition mode because they were seeing a person in an environment doing what they need to do to win. And when I speak of win, I'm speaking of it in a sense of winning in their own life, not winning over another, which is where that competition comes in at again. When someone sees these kind of a people that we're speaking of that compete as a means to survive, when they see someone doing well, they think that means that they're survival is threatened and it's not sometimes that is just someone showing you to step up your game but not compete now although in some instances i do feel that even though they're competing they're really inspired by you and got motivated it still comes off as competition because they trying to now outdo you again because they feel like that's how they can survive and furthermore should i say they also feel that it can only be one winner so that's where the competition comes in that too so again it's just fear false evidence appearing real um i want to call it Mis- being misguided having the wrong information you know just not understanding that you know everybody can win even though everybody probably won't just because another person wins, it doesn't mean uh, you can't win too all of us can win anybody can win as long as they're putting in the work and winning is different for everybody and so I'm going to leave um, you all with that and just ask that you keep in mind, you know, why healthy competition was originally created. It was created to be healthy, to be entertaining, um, even productive, but never to put you at odds with anyone and have a real serious um, falling out with anyone or really overall competing to outdo someone in a way where you want to cause them harm or just feel like if you don't win or outdo them then you can't survive because you can so what i just pretty much said led right into the unhealthy competition and you just want to be very mindful of that because it can actually hinder your growth God did not put us here to compete with one another he said i'm here and be fruitful and multiply he ain't say compete with each other and survive he said be fruitful and multiply so that means too that everyone do what they need to do to be fruitful and multiply but you don't have to compete because we all can be fruitful and multiply again when you're doing the work when you're doing things in that case god's way when you're following the program or the blueprint so to speak god's program is what i'm speaking of but you know obviously we follow different kind of programs because of you know different kind of programming you know that we all experience in this world but 
the idea here is try to turn is to turn away from the unhealthy competition that that is deemed as the only way to survive which is deemed that you feeling that someone is a threat to you are going to take something from you and just understand that no that's not so and in the case that it is you know maybe that's just the way it goes or sometimes in some instances that's just an indication that there are some insecurities that need to be dealt with or maybe some things and your things or areas in yourself where you need to level up at because again sometimes people come across your path and if you feel threatened by it that means they are teaching you where you need to level up at again it does not mean it's time to compete it means maybe you need to level up and or as i already stated if you're secure within yourself you won't even be faced secure people that appreciate others who are doing well and you know are productive and striving for better and all those things secure people don't compete with others like that if anything they encourage them they appreciate them you know and it's just that it just means that oh it's another one Oh, okay, you too. But they don't go into compete compete mode with them. And so, yeah, those are the reasons for competition. We have healthy competition and we have unhealthy competition. (laughs) Excuse me. You go for the healthy competition. And so, you all, I want to say thank you for coming back to listen to another episode. I really do appreciate you all being here. I'm hoping and praying that you all are enjoying this content. And I will see you all in the next one.